I am talking, talking, talking to you. And the talk just keeps on coming. TalkZone.com. Welcome back to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber. And our guest today, Keith Code, who is an international ambassador for the Foundation for a Drug-Free World. If you would like to get a hold of this set of booklets and the information that they have that will help you educate your children about the scary nature of drugs and how it can ruin their life, you can call 888-NO-2-DRUGS or email them at info at drugfreeworld.org. So I, I hear a lot that people taking drugs, there, there's a ton of more lying, more stealing, uh, no longer having respect for people or things. There's a desperation going on. People's jobs are, are being lost. They're, they're like less and less competent. Their responsibilities are being sloughed. P- possessions being lost. Families wrecked. Homes gone. Cars gone. Friends gone. Physical breakdown. Is this a real common thing with people doing drugs? Oh yeah. One of the things that uh, really rings true with high school students when I do my uh, do the drug lectures is that. That uh, I ask them, have you ever had anything stolen? You know, your iPod or your, or your, you know, your backpack or anything like that. You know, and I ask people to put their hands up, and it's usually about three quarters of the of the class. And I said, well, you know, people who smoke marijuana are five times more likely to steal, uh, and they're nine times more likely to go on and take other drugs. So yeah, there's a there's a real progression. Uh, that, that, that occurs and there is uh, you know I think when you begin to take illicit drugs or try them uh, again as 50% of the school children uh, in, in America will do uh, which is of course a great argument for parents they have a one in two chance of hitting hitting the jackpot by educating their children <laughs> you know which are, are pretty good odds so uh, the, the, the process of education really is uh, you know, I was thinking of something that I wanted to tell you guys, and just how effective these booklets, uh, The Truth About Drugs, have been. Mm-hmm. And there was a great uh, thing that happened in Switzerland within the last year. The World Health Organization had uh, commissioned a study to find out why the uh, marijuana usage was down by 17%. They had done a survey and found out that that was so, and they wanted to know why, because whatever it was, they wanted to improve the, whatever the situation was. And yes. they, the final conclusion of the study was that it was drug education that was creating the, the, re, the reduction in people uh, smoking marijuana or using, using cannabis uh, products. And uh, interestingly enough, the Truth About Drugs booklets uh, is the, in the Foundation for a Drug-Free World material, is the major education um, process in Switzerland, it's the it's the most prominent one. It's the one that's been out there the most, and uh, they've received quite a number of the over eight million of the booklets that have been distributed worldwide. Boy, how valuable! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can't really you can't browbeat somebody out of taking drugs. No, no. These are nice. You can have it read front to back in ten minutes, fifteen minutes. Each one of them. Each one of them, and 
you you have some pictures in there of the before and after on some of these drugs, and it's pretty scary stuff. There's comments in there from kids about what they went through and why they took them and why they're sorry they did. There's statistics and facts about how uh, short-term and long-term problems with your bodies. Uh, it, you should see the uh, pictures before and after taking drugs. Oh, they're grim, aren't they? Just amazing, yeah. and and they're true. I mean, they look like a horror. Take a drugs for a couple of years, and and you look like you're, you know, barely alive. You know, it's an interesting. That's another interesting point about drugs, and one of the big education points. Drugs uh, literally uh, uh, neutralize uh, vitamins and minerals in the body. Yes, and some and many drugs actually depend on the burning of vitamins and minerals in the body. <sighs> to produce the effect that they produce, the high, yes. so to speak. Right. So, uh, you, you know, you have a, you know, a normal person and they have nutrients running through their body and so on and so forth and they take, put the drugs in and there's a little black X on each one of them, you know. Uh, not all, of course, the person is still alive, but what happens is that as the person's physical condition, uh, is worsened, whatever the other problem was that they were trying to solve yes. is now, uh, is, is now, uh, Amplified by the fact that they are feeling less well, and of course, taking more drugs becomes the solution for feeling less well. And here we have the snowballing effect of uh, of drug usage and drug addiction. You, you know, Charmaine and I, we can acutely feel and experience when we're not eating uh, 100% A grade healthy food. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is broken down way far down the line of, of lack of well-being and physical problems where these people are. But, you know, if, if we can feel it where we are, you know, <laughs> terrible things are happening here. You know, the problem with some of these drugs, though, is you can't feel what's going on with your body. You, you've lost touch and you, I, I guess I was reading the ecstasy before we started and, uh, you know, they're out of touch with their body, so they push it harder than they should and sometimes die because they've overdone and they can't feel what they're doing. Exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. And, and uh, people think that uh, marijuana, which is the, the usual first stepping stone to um, escalating drug use and, and using different drugs, uh, people think that it's, you know, quote, safe, unquote. And the fact is, is that all drugs are poison. Taken in a small amount, any drug will become a bit of a stimulant. Uh, taken in a larger amount, then they become a depressant. Uh, this goes through the entire spectrum of drugs. Alcohol is, of course, a great, a great uh, example of that. You know, a couple of beers, and everybody's really pretty happy and doing their thing. And you know, ten, ten beers, and they're pretty much passed out in the corner. <laughs> if anybody was stupid enough to drink a quart of of uh, liquor in uh, twenty minutes, they they can die. But the cannabis, you know, the safe drug, uh, that's what the propaganda says, there have been more admissions. The, the admissions, emergency room admissions for cannabis overdose have tripled or quadrupled over the last few years. And that's part of that is due to the, the strains of uh, cannabis that have been uh, biologically engineered, I suppose, uh, to become stronger and stronger. And uh, it's not a safe drug at all. You know, I uh, I did do marijuana a number of years ago. Geez, it was maybe 20 years ago now. 
And uh, I remember commenting as I uh, walked away from it for the last time that I was noticing that it was getting strong enough that to me it was scary. And that was about 20 years ago, and I haven't been around it since. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. If you would like to get these booklets for you and your family so that you can protect our leaders of the future from losing their minds forever and their overall well-being, call 888-NO-2-DRUGS or email info at drugfreeworld.org. Our guest today is Keith Code, uh, the world's best-known motorcycle racing, uh, road racing instructor, and he is an international ambassador, ambassador for the Foundation for a Drug-Free World. So when a person is going to take a drug to escape their problems or just get a high, you know, I got some time, uh, I've always heard about this from these seedy friends, they encourage it and recommend it highly. When people are just about to do something like that, what would you tell them? Uh, interesting story that uh, that was passed on not too long ago about a, a young woman, a teenager, who came home to her parents and said, you know, my friends, they are all smoking marijuana. And they're trying to talk me into it. Uh, they you know, say it's safe. They say it's, you know, they, all, the, all, the false, all the false data about, about the, the drug itself. And the parents were wise enough and had heard about the uh, Foundation for Drug-Free World's Truth About Drugs booklets, and they went over the booklet with her, and she took the booklet to school, and the booklet itself became quite, quite the rage. Uh, many, of the, many of the kids grabbed it, and it became the reading material for, for a couple of weeks in the, in the school. So uh, the, the booklets themselves have a kind of a self-perpetuating uh, uh, function, and they're interesting, and and they do contain truth, which is the, really the best part of it. They are really the truth about drugs, and yeah. as you both have pointed out, they're quite simple to read. There's no uh, there's no extraneous uh, data in them. It's just straight to the heart of the matter, and and everything in the booklets is 100% backed up by studies, by science, by good solid surveys, real real stuff, not 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 junk science. Right. Um. There seems to be uh, sort of like you get captured in an endless cycle on some of these drugs where you take it, you get your euphoria for two minutes or 15 minutes or whatever, and then you have this craving to do it again, but it takes more to do it, and the next time it takes more than that. Is that a, a real problem here? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Drugs uh, drugs do that. That's precisely what they do. The person takes takes a drug, whatever the drug is, doesn't make any difference. The, the original high on the drug is uh, obviously quite different than normal life, and uh, you know some of the draw of the drug is uh, most drugs uh, reduce whatever whatever ails the person. Most of them have some analgesic quality to them. Certainly, marijuana, heroin, cocaine, ecstasy—pretty uh, much every single one of them uh, reduces whatever physical situation the person might have had. Uh, and the, then when they come down off the drugs, it slugs them that much harder. And the the again the snowballing effect of drugs 
has to do with the fact that, yeah, they need to take either more of the same drug or they, or they tend to move on to, to stronger drugs. And statistic-wise, uh, in one study, uh, what was it, 67, nearly 70% of the uh, heroin addicts that were, uh, that were surveyed said that, you know, their first drug was marijuana. So, you know, the old story about it being, you know, the, the first step into the world of drugs is, is, has borne itself out to be true, you know. And the, the weaker think, ones build up to the stronger ones. Yeah, most definitely. Again, we have a number of situations going on here. The, the fact that the person's physical condition is reducing and, and becoming uh, worse and worse. Is, is part of the reason. And uh, the, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> they, so do, they do definitely, definitely lead to stronger drugs or, or, more, or more of the drug. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmy Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Our guest today, Keith Code, an international ambassador for the foundation of a drug-free world. If you would like to get these packets for your family and your children so that you all can know more about the dangers of these drugs and why you don't want to do them, you can call 888-NO-2-DRUGS or... Email info at drugfreeworld.org. So when people are taking painkillers or some of these drugs, uh, they get this, uh, it masks the pain. It like makes them number and dumber. They get this false euphoria. They get more off balance. The craving stays, you know, once it comes down, the craving stays, but it doesn't cure anything. So the the problems build the true life problems build while you're number and dumber yeah that's true and and the uh the pharmaceutical industry isn't any big help in this in this regard either because uh if uh history repeats itself when when uh, morphine addiction became a problem in the early 1900s and heroin was developed to uh, handle morphine addiction. Now, morphine isn't that tough to kick. It doesn't make you that sick. It's not pleasant for sure, but it, it's not the worst of drugs to kick. Now, heroin is another story. Quite difficult to kick. Uh, people have, have had seizures, and I believe some people, have, in fact, have died. Now, so that went along and it was completely unworkable. Uh, completely uh, false. It didn't. It didn't cure anybody of anything. Yeah. And then uh, heroin was made illegal, and methadone came along. Now, methadone or or dolphine, which was uh, I think the original German version of the thing. Uh, methadone is supposed to be a heroin substitute. Methadone is uh, is uh, five times harder to kick, and can create seizures and. Uh, it's much, much, much more um, insidious as far as drugs goes. So each, each of the solutions, even by the pharmaceutical community, have been a, a worsening of the situation. Now we have new antidepressants and so on that uh, are also um, one step more uh, dangerous, could we say? Yeah. Uh, you know, the, 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 uh, the cure... Is 
in many cases the cause of the situation. Yeah, and uh, and and it's a worsening kick. It's a it's a worsening physical situation. It's quite difficult to uh, to get somebody off of methadone, and it's quite dangerous as well. They have to be really really closely medically watched. So is crystal meth the same as methadone? No, crystal meth is is a, an amphetamine. It's a stimulant. Methadone is a, is a depressant, and as as a, you know, the original thing was opium and yeah. laudanum, and then it we was refined into morphine. Then again, the, the chain, the the, the loser chain, right. came along after that, which didn't cure anything. Which was then heroin, then methadone. So is, the, is in meth- later years it, other drugs? Okay. We'll finish this after break. I, I keep wanting to get these numbers out so everybody has an opportunity to get them. That's great. If you have a child uh, or a nephew or a niece or whatever, just somebody that you know that you care about, that you would like to get them educated about the drugs, uh, you can call 1-888-NO-2-DRUGS or email them at info at drugfreeworld.org. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmy Amber. Our guest today is Keith Code. He is an international ambassador for the Foundation for a Drug-Free World. And we're going to have more when we come back and finish up with this great person who's given us time for this. Hold on. Ever wonder what a spiritual path is? Maybe you're on one right now. Take Mastering Ourselves host Keith and Charmé Amber's free quiz. Find it if you're on a spiritual path. Find out at www.masteringourselves.com. You'll be amazed at all the nooks and crannies that make up a spiritual path. Keith and Charmé Amber specialize in delivering unique, usable, and easy-to-understand, life-transforming information that can bring you inner freedom and peace. Go to www.masteringourselves.com. Don't forget to take the free quiz. Jumpstart your spiritual path today. <laughs> 